everybody. Dave and Jeff. It is July 8th, 2021. Well, uh, driving down, I had the Padre game on for a little bit, and I'm looking right now as Trey Turner tonight, Dave. 17 home runs, 42 RBIs, and I said it the other night, it's going to go down as one of the worst trades in Padre history. Uh, one I was reminded of today when we were thinking about bad ones, uh, Robbie Almar for Tony Fernandez. People you hated go. That. Yeah, people can go, oh, Tony Fernandez made an all-star game. You can shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Tony Fernandez was not Roberto Alomar. Awful trade. Trey Turner, awful trade. Kevin Mitchell for the group. Uh, Mark Davis won his son. Nobody gives a shit. Awful trade. And then the other one I was reminded of tonight, that Jesus Christ, talk about PTSD. Yeah. Not uh, Kashner for Rizzo. You go, oh, yeah. Oh. So... I said this the other night. Yeah. I was lucky enough to go to the game on Monday, and you watch Trey Turner, and I'm not even looking at what he does tonight. This guy, Dave, is just a difference maker. Sure and the is. idea that you traded him uh, for Will Myers, and they put the graphic up, and kudos to Pete from Coronado who sent this to me. Here was the deal. <clears throat> Padres received Will Myers. Jose Castillo can't stay healthy. has never been able to stay healthy. Ryan Hannigan who you can see Thursday nights playing guitar at Murphy's, and Gerardo Reyes. Uh, Godspeed to him and whatever he's doing in his life. The Nationals get Joe Ross and Trey Turner, and the Rays get Steven Souza, uh, Travis Ott, Jake Bowers, Rene Rivera, Birch Smith. Wow. They, they didn't get shit. Um, so <laughs> Souza just got cut. But I said the other day. For that, Jake Reed. He got cut because yeah. they, had a, they had needed a pitcher. Because a curse, I got hurt. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He, he's not even in Tampa. At least Will Myers is still here. And I know Will Myers had five RB. Nobody gives a shit, right? Broken watch right <laughs> twice a day. So I'm a huge supporter of Mad Friars. When you look at Mad Friars, the work that David J. and Kevin Charity do for that website is outstanding. I like the fact that they humor John Conniff. They let him think that he's a North County guy. He's not. He's from East County. So Conniff sends me this message the other day, and he goes, hey, heard the show. Now, listen, he's a, he's a Patreon guy, so yeah. God bless him for that. <clears throat> and he starts trying to defend this trade. And the I go, trade Turner trade? Yeah. I go, you're insane. Come on. And he said, he said I'll tell you who it was. He said, uh, well, you know what? Out of respect to John, I won't, I won't out the source. John's going to be in here in this summer. Okay. If, if John wants to out the source, it was somebody in the front office. It was not AJ Preller, but it was somebody in the front office that said to Preller, we have a problem because our shortstop, number one shortstop prospect, his arm is not a 70. I go, his fucking arm. I know the highest he can get to 70. It looked about an 82 the other night when I saw it. And I go, by the way, the guy hits the ball about a country fucking mile. Yeah. Uh, you will never convince me whatever you want to look at. That's the one you have to look at. And you go, yeah, we got smoked in that. We got smoked in that deal. And then you sign Myers to the extension, and that made no sense at all. But I, I just, Dave, I watched this guy, and it makes me insane. It brings back the same feelings that we had watching a guy like Roberto Alomar when you would go watch him play in Toronto or wherever else he made around his deal. And it's just, it is, Hall of the, Famer. it's the one thing that you said the other day. 
and it really, really does make me insane as a Padre fan, is there is just a group of people here that absolutely cannot say, yeah, we got that wrong. Ever. I'm not saying you have to look at everything. I'm not saying you can't celebrate what he did to get Cronenworth right. Yeah. We, all, we all love the Blake Snell trade when it happened. We all were excited about Darvish who gets smoked tonight. I get it. If you go, hey, man, I was in, I was in on that. So now we have to wear the horns and go, yeah, it's a struggle for Snell. It's a struggle for Darvish. Fuck, I hope they get it together. I was excited when Fam came here, Dave. So as Fam kind of found his way, we look for it. But there is absolutely no goddamn legit reason, John Conniff, why you ever have to fucking text me at 5 a.m. again and try to sell me on that trade. We got kicked right in the balls. The same way we got kicked in the balls on the Rizzo trade. Who the fuck's going to defend that? Somebody will. <laughs> Somebody got some Padre fan will defend that trade. There are some that you win. And there are some that you lose. And teams do lose. I mean, it's not just the pods. Okay. I mean, you mentioned, yeah, Alomar's a Hall of Famer. And it it stinks that he moves on and becomes a Hall of Famer somewhere else. And he was extremely young when they traded him away. Look, the Dodgers traded Pedro Martinez. Right. All right. Because the story was he's too small to last as a starting pitcher. Yeah. And they got Delano DeShields. At the time, as a Dodger fan... I was like, great. We got one of the best leadoff hitters in all of baseball. Yeah. And he's a fantastic second baseman. Well, he was dog shit. Yeah. And Pedro's a Hall of Famer. You twins, lose. Twins time. cut Big Poppy. Yeah. Twins cut Big Poppy. Every cut team him. does Didn't it. even get anything for Yeah. Him. The Yankees gave up on Fred McGriff and Willie McGee. Tigers, Dan Williams. Yes. Traded John Smoltz for Doyle Alexander. Yes. It happens all the yeah. time. So it's okay to go, my team fucked up. All yeah. right. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. Here's what I what I find very interesting is as we're watching the the Padre game right now as we're doing the show it's eight one Fernando just hit a solo shot okay um, and Turner has two home runs tonight not comparing the two our point was the other night right is that they both could be on the team at the same Good fucking players time help you win yes you could have had both of them with Machado on the team at the top of that lineup Dave with the speed yeah with Turner it would be I said today people forget Tony stole fifty four bases or fifty six bases in eighty four. Right? People forget that. You had Alan Wiggins at the top, who shit was probably in the 70s, I think, for bags that year. Tony at 50, right? And then you got into the middle of that lineup. But, but yeah, Dave, it completely changes the game for uh, Machado, uh, Hosmer, Cronenworth, Myers, anybody coming up behind them. Yep. If you have those guys, it, yeah. Just offensively, you would have what most people tell you, three franchise players. You would yeah. have Machado, Tatis, and Turner. Because the Nationals look at Turner as a franchise guy. How would you not? Yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's one of those where Machado just got drilled on a bad spot. Um, but it's one of those that's, that's not, not great. So here's the deal, the Rizzo trade, okay? I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. A couple things you said I, I want to point out. Um, the Rizzo deal, the Padres gave up on him after just 49 games. Yeah. And then it said, Turner see you later. didn't even get 49. No. <laughs> I think they gave up on Turner after 49 days. Do you remember they had to hold on to him because yes. you couldn't trade him after draft him? So he had to sit around in the minors, fuck yes. it around for two months. And then the trade became official. Yeah. That was weird. So at Major League Baseball, that's one of the most fucked up things of all time. It's not good for the organization on either side and it's not good for the player, but he knows he's already been traded. Right. But the Padres aren't going to develop a guy on the Nationals. Anyway, so they give up on on Rizzo. Rizzo, obviously, one of the best fielding first basemen in baseball. Clutch hitter, the whole deal. The Cubs right now have lost, you know, 11 in a row until last night. 
would you consider, and I know you got this deal with Hosmer and, and eating money and whatever you do, would you consider trying to make a trade to get Rizzo back right now? Uh, boy, that's funny. Um, 31 years old he is. Yeah, that's funny. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I don't know what it would take to get him, right? I mean, the Cubs, Cubs are in, like... They got to move everybody. What are you over yeah. there grinning? Like I'm, I'm laughing because I sounded like Jeff the Drunk when I asked you that question. 31 years old he is. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. Shit, sorry. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose, but when I said it, I go, who the fuck talks like that? <laughs> oh, shit. How did I miss that? I was so busy thinking about the trade. Boy, you know, man, it's funny. I think back to that. I didn't like the Hosmer trade or uh, the Hosmer deal when it went down. It just made no sense. Because it all benefited Hosmer completely, the contract. Because if Hosmer was killing it, he'd be opting out right now looking for a better deal and you'd be stuck looking for a first baseman. He still have, uh, when does he click in? I think he's got 20 next year. I think he and Myers still have 20 next year. Yeah, he does. And then it goes down to 13. But he, remember, he has the option of opting out of that deal after the fifth year. Yeah. So when he comes back next year and hits 360, then we're kind of fucked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he pulls a JD Drew and just says, I'm out of here. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like that deal, it's funny, man, when you look at it, right? Like you look at these deals and what happened. And and by the way, too, just so people know, Conniff's one of my favorite guys. Of course. I feel like I always got I don't know why you got to keep apologizing. The guy sat there and overdid he, it on White Castle today. Didn't you see him? No, It's an did. embarrassing wreck. <laughs> hey, this isn't that good. But really, because there are 20 boxes of White Castles by your fucking head. And he didn't eat one pickle. What the fuck? Well, Who does I, that? Yeah. Jesus. I like that fact that he went pickle free. Idiot. Did you knock down 20 White Castles? I think I've done it a few times. They have, in Tennessee, they have White Castles and Crystals, and they're the same guy, yeah. basically. I've done it. I just, I love those guys, all three of those guys. I don't think I've ever talked to Dave J in my life. I just, I've, and I haven't talked to Charity in two years, but I love Charity. But kind of, I talk to He's him great. all the time. So, um, but Conniff, of all people, should know, as a guy who's watched the minors, should understand that was a whiff. Yes. Now, I get what, and maybe in fairness to John, he was just trying to tell me where the Padres' perspective was, but he did write to me, now I'm not as down on that trade as you are. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. You, you better be. Okay, so here, here's the other one I was thinking of as you were just talking. If that trade for Mark Grant never happened, okay? Oh, right. Who's the voice with Don Orsillo right now? Um, oh, shit. It would have been uh, Craig Lefferts. That's right. would have been Craig Lefferts. Hey, Don Orsillo with the lefty, Craig Lefferts. Yeah. Wouldn't have heard any of that shit about a shillelagh. You would have had a fine, grade-A broadcast in there. <laughs> uh, what would Mud be doing? Dude, that's a great point. What would have happened? The Giants already have a great broadcasting crew. Yeah, where would he be? He'd be... Working at Soapy Joe's. He'd be in Joliet, checking Illinois. Checking in on you. You doing okay? Yeah. Need anything? He'd be at Joliet, popping tops on Pabst Blue Ribbons. You need another one down there, Rusty? <laughs> Ain't that game something? <laughs> Ain't that something? That would be mud. Oh, my gosh. Just sitting in there, putting his grubby fingers in the beer nuts. <laughs> Might be the bartender, Dave. <laughs> Might it be the bartender that would come down and see you, Dave, you need something? And you'd notice he's got a towel over his shoulder. Yeah, he would be. We don't know what that towel is for. He's never drying glasses. He just got it there. And Mud would also be the guy that thought he's funny by playing like uh, 
some shitty stick song. Yeah, he would be. Mr. Uh, what's that stick song? That- Mr. Roboto. Yeah, that bullshit. <laughs> then he'd be trying to find two guys all the time to just start a quartet. Or, yeah. You know, his barbershop quartet. Oh, God. He'd be like, hey, I- bar's closed tomorrow. Jim and I already have two of us. We need two guys. We need, uh, we got Larry. We got the shirts for you and everything. Yeah, but Larry's at a State Farm convention, so he can't be there. And then Al's been hitting a little bit of Grandpa's grape juice, and now you know Sally's pissed, so we might need a fifth just as a backup. In case he's on the couch. Wink, wink. (laughs) Fuck else would he be doing? I'm glad for him. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I'm looking at that the wrong way, right? No, you aren't wrong. Okay, look, I like when you come out and you're, to me, this is truthful. This isn't, look, you love the Padres. Just because you say something negative doesn't mean you all of a sudden hate the Padres or hate everything they're doing. This is, to me, as being a a truthful, constructive fan. True. Where I heard a fan today call, and and now I can't get enough of this this coach train wreck. It's the greatest, right? Oh, my God. It's, It's crazy as fuck. And one guy says, you know, these Padre fans that come to the ballpark when they're down 10 nothing and start booing, they need to sh- zip it. You shut your mouth and you root for the home team no matter what. You shut your mouth. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You paid for this shit. Not only yeah. did you pay for it, you pulled mm-hmm. Tatis, you pulled Machado, you're down 10 nothing. As a fan who paid all this money to go to the yeah. game, you, it's okay for you to boo. It means you, yeah. you aren't standing for it. This it's isn't acceptable. It's not cheap to get in there anymore. It's not. It's expri- and you, I saw people who, who follow you and I who said, I brought the kids tonight. This was over 300 bucks, and yeah. Fernando's gone, and Machado's gone. Yeah. And I understand why, as a baseball team, you pull those guys, give them rest anywhere you can find it. But yeah, man, it's like, hey, look how exciting it's going to be to see Fernando. Uh, I get it. I would say the All-Star break's coming up. I know Fernando's participating. But yeah, I get it. And I, I think, listen, I think that's the risk we assume as fans. The team doesn't owe you anything, right? Other than the fact you're getting a safe night out at the ballpark. Yeah. Um, they Pete Seidler clearly has made a commitment to try to give you a much better product than we've been used to for the last 20 years. The price has definitely gone up. Um, but what? And listen, I I think if I'm Eric and I'm Pete and anybody else down there, yeah, I don't know that this trickles down to AJ and baseball ops. I'm telling you, man, one thing I would be really, really paying attention to is the fact that there are a whole lot of more people on social media the last couple of weeks saying, I got two, I got four, face value, take them off my hands. Now, look, it's a Thursday night, right? There could be different things going on. But the people knew they were buying Thursday night tickets when – when they bought their season ticket package. You couldn't ask for a better matchup than tonight. I was going to say, you had Scherzer and Darvish, right? Yep. And and a lot of people getting out. And so... Last night was the smallest crowd of the year. I, I Listen, man, we that's the other thing that people better be honest with in this town. Holy shit, do we have a short attention span. We do. And I know there's a bunch of us that have been in hardcore for a long time. I think we all embrace the new ones that are coming in because I'd much rather have a 25,000 newbies joining us, right, in their brand-new hat, their brand-new uh, Kim jersey or their Tatis jersey than having 20,000 national fans or Dodger fans or Giant fans like we've all dealt with in the past. 
if if that's what we got, then that's what we got. But goddamn, man, I'm telling you, Dave's uh, fucking hero, Luke Bryan's coming back. <laughs> he is that coming asshole, back. right? So I think September 23rd. Dude, I'm going to. A, <sighs> what are you going to? I'm going to a concert Saturday night, and I'm missing nice. McGregor Poirier. It's are not you really? Nice. I'm going to yeah. watch that. Great. What are you saying? Better I, be good. No, it's not good. Abba. It's pretty goddamn close. I am going to the coach house in Capistrano because a dear friend of mine loves live music, and she reached out to me like six weeks ago and said, uh, hey, they got live music back at the coach house. We dig coach house in Capistrano is really great because stage Dave is like where the couch is. Yeah. You get dinner. At <clears throat> really fun. And I said to her, yeah, I'll go. Because she wants somebody to go with her. So I said, fuck yeah, I'll go. She and I have a great time anytime we go out. And then I realized, wait, it's McGregor Poirier. My kids leave for t- uh, Tahoe in the morning. Yeah. I'm actually house-sitting my old condo with my Weber grill. And as I said to the guys at my office today who have laughed at me for two days, I said, I could have grilled. I could have watched the fight on my 65-inch Sony Bravia 4K, which still hangs on the wall, I could have drank a 1,000 beers or two, my limit, grilled up a storm, and enjoyed the fights. And instead, Dave, I'll be at the uh, Lee Rocker show. Yeah, I said Lee Rocker. Who's Lee Rocker? Uh, Lee Rocker was the third guy in the Stray Cats. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm not going to. I'm not going to shut up. What happened that's to you? Where I, this town Dave, used to, I don't know what used to respect to you. I made, I made a decision. <sighs> there are some people in this town that feared you and some that respected you. Now no, you have neither. I lost them all. Lost them all. This is the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Ever. Do you understand that? Dude, I'm going to watch. And I told you I was out. I'm not watching anymore. I'm watching. I would have came down here. We would have fired up your grill. I would have bought fucking steaks from Iowa Meat Farm. I'd have been like, Dave, <laughs> let's fire up that grill. We'll grill. Is Rita back on Saturday? No, she's not back till Tuesday. God damn it. Yeah, we'd have grilled up a fucking storm. We probably would have invited Vera down, right? I'm single. She's single. Yeah. Hey, what happens? <laughs> and I'm going to be up there. We're going to rock this town. Rock it inside out. Who's got it in the back? I'm like, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't even tell you another song by this. <laughs> no one can. <laughs> no, but they can't. Yeah. What else Shit. are they going to sing? Good God. This is sad. Like, hey, you know what? One of my favorite things to do, because we only had one song, <laughs> is play some of the other songs you enjoyed in 1982 on MTV. <laughs> How about the, the down under? <laughs> Whatever that. Now my version of Rio. <laughs> Fuck. Duran Duran stuff. <laughs> Is this going to have some guy Jesus. with a pompadour and a big stand-up That's bass? That's exactly what's going to happen. Do, 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 do. And I'm going to be like, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Made a bad choice. I did. You know what? Huh. I face up to it. And I guarantee you this, too. I guarantee you this. When I'm back in here Sunday night, you're going to be like, how was that night? I'm going to go, I made a bad decision. Yeah. I promise you, I'm talking to you, Jimmy Betancourt. 
I will not come in here and go, you know what? Now, listen, my friend Wendy, uh, 25 years, one of my probably five closest friends. Yeah. Love her to death. So I'm happy. And she is a goddamn riot. So she's great. So now, here's the other thing. I don't know. and, And I don't know that you know the answer. This is my partial solution. And I'm serious about this, so this is no bullshit. What I'm thinking I could do is I could order the fight, okay? Nobody's going to be talking about it at the fucking do-do-do-do-do-do show, right? Uh, I honestly could just leave my phone on the counter at the condo turned off. I could order the fight, pay for it, and when I get home, you guys know me, Johnny Midnight. I get home and I fire on ESPN Plus. I go right to ESPN yeah. Plus. I could. Can I start it, you, you, or do I have to wait twenty four hours? My buddy Jimmy Hughes told me. No way. I can't see it until Sunday afternoon. That's true. Is that right? I don't know. Oh fuck, dude! I had no idea it works that way. Dude, I think you're better off faking chicken pox and just saying fuck, I can't I make am it. Itching like a shit, <laughs> and I can't stop clucking. Tell me you fell into. <laughs> What's an ivy bush? I fell into quicksand. I fell into quicksand. I like it. God damn it. Dude, I can't believe it. If I were to give you five sporting events that you wanted to see this year, this would be one of them. Well, and again, let's look at this scenario. My Weber grill. My 65-inch Bravia. Yeah, I got you. 4K. That you haven't had a chance to enjoy for years. Hey, I'll get to watch the draft there Monday, Sunday. Yay! Uh, oh, by the way, uh, this was the other great decision I made. Ah, oh, fuck. The other, well, the other great decision I made was I told my ex, who had uh, direct TV and was paying like 200 bucks a month, I go, you're fucking insane. I go, get rid of that shit. And I go, get rid of that shit, and I'll log, I'll take care of YouTube TV. I'll sign you up, and I'll, I'll take care of it. So... That's what I do, right? It just, yeah. you do little things to try to help the family. So I signed it up. I just realized YouTube TV. Doesn't get MLB Network? No, it gets MLB Network, but it doesn't get the uh, Padres. That's a grand slam, bitch. From, from Camarena? Yeah. <laughs> Camarena, by the way, is a Benita guy. Should have gone to Benita Vista, but no, he took the money and he went to Cathedral. He's a pitcher. Yeah, he's a pitcher. Just hit a grand slam. Off of Scherzer. Yeah. Scherzer, I don't know if you were watching, completely lost control Yeah, of uh, all of a sudden. He started playing dodgeball. Like, he lost control of his pitching. I'm sorry I yelled. I'm sorry I called you a bitch. I didn't feel Did you call me a bitch? Yeah, that's a grand slam, bitch. (laughs) It's all right. Dude, they're in this game. It was a blowout. It was 8-0 a second ago. They're in the fourth inning. It's going to end at 1230 in the morning like every other fucking Padre game. God damn. How about that? Oh, you assholes that sold your tickets today. Fuck you. I hope they never let you back in. <laughs> oh, you assholes. <laughs> All you guys who are booing, you guys can fuck <laughs> off. Hey, I got to tell you, that Scherzer, you know, if he does the Trevor Bauer, Dave, one eye, looks like he closed the blue eye, gave up the old brown eye. <laughs> See what I did there? Coach working dirty tonight. Did you listen to this idiot waiting for the guys to hang on the phone and they all hang up on him? Why I don't does know he where do he that? is. He's in the studio. How do you not I think have he's a, doing the show from Fiji. You don't have, why does he have, he has no rhythm with these callers. Oh, they love talking over yeah. each other. Yeah. There's this long pause 
And it's like, Coach Larry, you know, nine 80-year-old men voices. It's your absolute worst nightmare. I always like the guys that go, I know baseball. They start off that way. Coach, I'll tell you this. I don't know that I trust the guy who wears his socks so high. <laughs> you know, I w- I, when I went to the games, I watched Dom DiMaggio. And Dom was just, Dom, what? <laughs> Coach, I wasn't finished. Yeah, your time's up. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Coach, I was saying Dom DiMaggio was a professional. You know, you are out there, uh, Terry. Uh, well, I'm retired. I spent 24 years working for the white glove guys. <laughs> yeah. You're going to spend the next 24 minutes trying to find your front teeth. Is that a threat? It's a promise. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Fuck you, Will. they will fuck you up. <laughs> Angry coach is so much better than regular coach. <laughs> right? Hey, Terry, I got one more question for you. Well, I don't know that I want to answer it, but I was raised right by my parents and my, my nana. Yeah, nobody fucking asked. I do have a question for you, Terry. I don't like your tone, but go ahead. What's your wife doing right now? God damn it. (laughs) Hey, tell her don't text me so late. (laughs) You son of a bitch. (laughs) Now we would listen to the show. Keep the pictures coming. My God, my heart. Terry, you there? Looks like we got another one. And your guy, Jim and La Mesa, who used to call all the time, is now no, Jim and Chula Vista. It's, no, Kevin and La Mesa. Kevin and La Mesa is now Kevin and Chula Vista. Yeah, we ran him the fuck out. <laughs> you ran, you ran him the fuck out. Today he called and said, I broke my rule, coach. I told myself I was only going to call once a week, and I had to call twice a week. And I'm laughing my ass off going, Jeff would be punching a steering wheel right now. But, dude, because you started doing this angry coach, I started listening. And yeah. then I realized this fucker has no rhythm for the callers. But and then he gets so upset when the they same. hang up. They, every caller is the same. And then they always say how much they know baseball, but they always finish it with, I wish I knew all the players that you know. Like, you don't even know the fucking team. You just no. submit it on the radio. Shut the fuck up. Damn have any guests on? Coach. Is Scotty Miller is going to be on. Oh, my gosh, Scotty Miller. Bob Nightingale is going to be on. Bob Nightingale is going to be on and tell you uh, Escobar is going to the White Sox. That trade was going to happen five weeks ago. I guess it hadn't happened. <laughs> why, why does everybody hate Bob Nightingale all of a sudden? I don't know. Bob. Well, well, Bob's gotten a few things wrong. Dodger fans go after him like crazy, man. They hate his guts. Really? Dude, it's brutal, man. Look at Bob Nightingale's Twitter. And, I mean, dude, I thought mine was bad. Holy shit. I don't know how Bob goes to sleep at night. Well, the funny thing is, Bob is yoked. Like, people don't get it. Yeah, like, he's a high-pitched voice, he'll air. kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Mickey Mouse, but he'll beat the dog shit out of you. Yeah. He absolutely will. Who would you rather fight, Bob Nightingale or Barry Bloom? <laughs> Barry gets lit up, too. Barry does get lit up. I like Barry. Barry's, Barry's such a nice a guy. Well, yeah, I mean, Barry. You're right, Barry gets lit up. And Barry doesn't get, Barry's going to give less of a shit. Like Barry, Barry in his, 
I tell you this, what's funny about, about Barry. Dude, people in Twitter, like, when Barry was in his heydays, and Pete will back me on this. Pete remembers. Dude, Barry almost, I think, almost got in a couple of fights with Larry Boa. Really? Yeah, Barry, Barry. Okay, was Barry was Barry part of the UT? Like, where was Barry's resume? Like, he'd yeah, come he come to town national. Okay, and then he went national? Yeah. You know what? I think Barry wrote Larry's book, so maybe it was Dick Williams. Okay. I might have that wrong. But I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. Oh, some of these guys on Twitter chirping right now? Yeah. I mean, Barry's got to be in his 70s by now. A couple, you know, 60s or Probably late 60s, 70, right around that range. Oh, dude, 30 years ago, I'm pretty sure Barry would be telling you, yeah, we'll meet behind Smokies. I'll fucking, I'll take you out. Okay, two things about Barry. One is he is extremely nice to you and me. Love him. I don't even know why he's so nice no, to I'll us. No, I'll tell you why, Dave. I'll tell you why, not to interrupt you. Go ahead. Because he knows we've always respected those guys. It's yeah. why we always got along with Jerry Gross and all the others, because we loved all those guys. Bill Center, Nick, all yeah. uh Collier hated you, but other than that, we he got did. along with everybody. So at Jack Murphy Stadium and Qualcomm and everything, they used to fix things up. Remember, they had to change the dining room around, and they put mm-hmm. a paint job and everything else. But as long as I covered that team from, like, 93 to the time they tore, you know, or the Padres stopped playing there in 2003, written in Sharpie on the oh, wall yeah. of the men's bathroom was, Barry Bloom sucks cock. And I was like, out of all the paint jobs, they couldn't paint over this? Somebody left that shit up on purpose. God, God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> then I found out years later who it was. Yeah, big shock. <laughs> Do you know who it was? Yeah. I'm not saying it on there because everybody knows it. I'm not either. Yeah, is there any part of you where you were like, my God. <laughs> I did. I laughed. Every time I took a piss, I'd look at that and I'd laugh every fucking time. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. No, it was not Annie Heilbrunn. Oh, my <laughs> Dude, this game right here is going to go down as one of the most exciting Padre games in history. They pulled it's shit goddamn out. crazy. That's another run to Scherzer. They batted around in the fourth. Oh, they 100% batted around. And the, remember all the talk was that on the national side, Darvish didn't deserve to be on the all-star team. Scherzer had better numbers. Yeah. Both guys were dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Both <laughs> guys are out. God damn. That's absolutely crazy. That is. It's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's fine. All right. <laughs> I got a question nuts. for you. Yes. What is the last thing... You purchased for yourself, and you said, by the way, I didn't pay for the Lee Rocker ticket, so I'm going as yeah. a guest. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Your time is away from the television. It's all right. <laughs> Dude, you don't think you just saved face with that shit. Oh, I'm not. I okay. never did. I'm yeah. just saying at least no. I didn't lay money out for it. Yeah, no one right now is listening going, well, Jeff's still cool. No. No. <laughs> uh, no, and, and listen, they may not even like it even this, but I couldn't give less of a shit. What's the last thing that you bought for yourself where you're like, you know what? I don't even give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I'm going for it, and I'm buying this thing. And I was telling this That's funny. to a friend of mine in Toronto, and she said, you're officially an old man. And I go, Oh, I fuck, dude, that sucks. But I fucking, no, I told her. Oh, you weren't embarrassed by it? No. Well, I don't care. I'm going to tell you what it was in a second. Okay, because right I want to know nothing- if you bought anything. No, there's nothing like that. Like, um, I was just telling a buddy of mine it, it, today, I said how Amazon, we talk about Kyle Fluger, he can help you with their website all the time. Amazon is How about changed. him lashing out at us today? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he goes, hey, you fuckers, keep talking about the Cubs. You oh, running- oh, I mean, Kyle, I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought you said someone else. I thought no, you said flukes. something else. The Flukes. I saw that where he went off, called us fuckers. 
How about that? That's fine. I deserve that one. But uh, I thought you said Amy is what I thought you said. No, I thought you no, said no. Amy. Um, but I was saying Amazon's so crazy where, like, no joke, Def, today, this morning, I ordered razor blades. They oh. came to my house already. It's crazy, right? And then when you order anything like the mail the way you used to, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Why is it taking 10 days? Like, yeah. That's <laughs> completely. Where is this shit? Yeah. You're completely disappointed with the whole mail system all of a sudden. But anyway, uh, as far as something I bought recently where I said uh, I'd explain myself to why would you buy this? No, there's nothing I can think of right now off the top of my you head. You mentioned shaving. Yeah. Now, for me, because I'm always running late in the morning. Yeah. So you I. Shave in the car on the five? God, my uh, friend of mine, I mean, he dated my friend's mom. He would always be driving into our complex when we were a kid. Wait a second. Wait, your friend dated your friend's mother? No, no. Well, he was an older man, but oh, okay. he, he loved. Got it. He was great to I all the kids I thought it was like one of your high school friends. No, I was okay. like, I was like the hell? 12. Okay. And uh, two girls in our neighborhood. This guy, Dick. Dick. Uh, Dick Williams? Sean. No, Dick Shaughnessy dated Kim and Lori's mom, but okay. he was great. And we were always over at their house, so he was super cool. But every time, he'd be driving, and he'd have the old three-head electric razor going, right? <laughs> and so his license plate was Dick 2, like Roman numeral 2. Yeah. So we just, every time, how's Dick 1? Yeah, enough out of you guys. Okay, we laugh. Fuck, we got a million of them. Um, but he was always shaving in the car, right? So me in the morning, it's like fuck. I gotta drive from PB to Carlsbad. There's people on the road. I'm always late. So it's you know shower, brush teeth, quick shave, the whole thing. Yeah. But the other day, Dave, I'm at Target, and I'm grabbing things for my kids. They're getting ready to go to Tahoe. We go over and we're grabbing, you know, all the different shit that you need, right? For yeah. When you're a kid. So I'm getting them new toothbrushes and all that different thing, deodorant. You know how Target is? Yeah. I love it. They've built that new kind of like, it's like two aisles and it's just all guys grooming shit, right? Cool stuff. A ton of beard oil. Oh, <laughs> my, I don't have beard, so I can't use that. Dude, I've I never can't. used beard oil ever. Jake, no. Jake used to buy it. I was like, what the fuck use this for? I don't get it. But then all of a sudden, I come over, and maybe not so much this year, but remember, I think in 23, I'm going to be on the road a lot. Yeah. And for me, like, you're always looking for just all those shave Travel kit stuff. bags. Yeah, are always like, fuck, they look like a phone book. And you just want to throw something in your bag. So I'm walking, and I see this thing, and it's this small... Shave kit from the artist shaving. Okay. And I go, oh, fuck, you know, I've heard about these guys, right? And it's usually like 80 bucks, which I would never pay, but now it's 50 bucks. I go, well, what the fuck is in here? <laughs> I just, I just open it and just drag that fucker out. Let me see what's in here. I just start laying everything out. So it's got uh, pre-shave oil. I go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I think that's what the shower's for. But I go, but all right, put that down. Then it's got shaving cream. I go, all right, well, their shit's pretty good. Put that down. Then it's got the post-shave balm, okay? Pretty nice razor in there, okay? And then, Dave, the thing that put me over the fucking top, 
It's the old school shave brush. <laughs> Have you ever used one? Not till Sunday. <laughs> I never used one. So I go, look at all this shit, right? 50 bucks. So my kids are like, what are you doing? I go, I think I'm going to pull the fucking, and they go, what the fuck? You know, they yeah. does, but they're like, what the hell is this thing for? I go, it's a shave brush. And my son's like, isn't that what you got two fingers for? You know what? You're. Do you have friend. to get like shave butter and shit like the old days? Mix that shit? Like put it in a bowl? Well, that's the other thing, right? Because Dollar Shave Club, they got yeah. all that shit. And you get that shave butter. The problem with that shave butter is you can't see where it is. So then you go to work and you go here and you feel like, oh, I missed that spot. And you're sure everybody goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the fuck's that guy do? Fucking leopard. Yeah, Jesus. Hey, did you use the Scherzer brown eye? fuck are you doing? Can't you drive a goddamn blade? Or you tell all your funny jokes. At least I'm clean shaven. <laughs> um, so I bought it. Okay. I'm dying to know now what happened. I, well, I, I only used it one day. Yeah. Sunday. Oh, it was great. <laughs> was it? It was great. Game changer? Yeah. So I, I send a picture to Toronto. And uh takes about 15 seconds. Jesus Christ, you're officially an old man. Oh, that sucks. I go, hey, listen. listen do we listen to barbershop quartet music while you're right? Get a fucking straw hat, striped jacket. I don't know what I'm doing. You wearing those things on your dress shirt now, around your your arms, around your biceps? Oh, right, the, the, like, the, yeah. like the garter? Yeah. <laughs> God, probably, right? What's wrong with you? Right. So now I said to her, I go, okay, listen. All I'm telling you is because she deals with a lot of people in sports that have been nice and they help, right? Yeah. And you're always looking for gifts because she's saying, hey, you know, um, I got to get a gift for this coach or this trainer, different kind of things. I go, let me just tell you something. The thing what I got her for her birthday last year is uh, I got her a, a vinyl record player okay and a 60 dollar gift card to a used music store in toronto and she goes you know what this is really cool because she said it's not anything i would have ever bought for myself but it's so fun i love it and i said send somebody like you know like somebody that's been impact on your life yeah i go you send them a shave kit they would have never bought it themselves and I don't know, Dave, it was kind of cool. So, again, it's not an everyday thing, but I got to tell you, man, you fire in a little bit of that shave gel, right? And I go, oh, let me see how this brush thing works. Never have used it in my life. My grandfather had one, always kept it in the mug next to the thing, right? And you go, uh, this is pretty goddamn cool. And insanely time-consuming. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Definitely time-consuming. But shit, it was fun as shit. And that the is funny. Now, here's the crazy thing, which I didn't pay attention to. It probably would have. In a month from now, you better still be using it. Well, it's only like a weekend thing. Okay. So, yeah, for weekend. Um, but it'll be great for when I'm traveling. Yeah. Because the bag's perfect. So, it may just be something that I throw in my bag and fuck around in Toronto or Montreal or anywhere else. Um, but here's the deal. You ever see those guys, right? Like Art of Shaving or all these yeah. different guys, right? Dude, they don't even 
Everything they do, the shave oil, the beard oil, all this different shit that I talked about, the brush, everything, the bag, it's all high-end, the whole thing. Their goddamn razors are all Gillette. Is that right? Yeah, like, it's not even like an... I'm like, yeah. why could I just bought this at Target for... I mean, you know, blades are expensive yeah, they shit are. now. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. if it, if, it's it alert. if I get bored with it, it might be the next first giveaway at our next <laughs> event. Uh, guys, right here on table one, we've got a beautiful Art of Shaving shave kit. Hey, isn't that the one? Hey, what'd you say, Maddie? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, this is an Art of Shave shave kit, gently used. And uh, good to go. <laughs> good to go. Yours good, for good to go. Yours for fifty one dollars. Hey, you mentioned something. I, I don't want to let it go because it's a compliment to uh, to the Padres and to, to Seidler. Is um, this past week I had a chance to? I don't even think the Padres knew I was there, but I had a chance to see the Padres' exclusive workout to guys that they might possibly draft. Oh, fun. Okay. Where do they pick? They're, they're down like 20. Oh, they're right? down because they had a great year. Yeah. I don't know the exact number, but they're down. So they, they brought in about 100 players, okay? High school guys and college guys. You could tell, like, there are like five UCLA guys there because they're wearing the UCLA shoes and all that shit, UCLA batting helmets, and you're, you're watching the whole deal. Seidler was there. Like, he didn't have really? to be there. And you go no, and he's he, great. And he is. Because I'm thinking, how many other owners would show up to something like this? Because it's not like the Padres are drafting all these guys. Mm hmm. And so at the same time, you're going, you know, the Padres would be lucky to get a few of them. Who knows what they're going to grab. But, man, he was sitting there talking to everybody. And I thought that was, that was huge, man, to show what kind of organization you are, that the owner was there to sit there and, uh, and talk to anyone that he could introduce himself to. Well, I, I mean, he's the guy. Yeah. And, look, in whatever we are, right, uh, 14 months, the new Aztec Stadium will open, and that, I think, will be fun for all of us here. Uh, the new arena project is dead. I think most people have seen that, that it's done. Um, I think when you see plenty of people, whether it's Joe Sy yeah, or Eric Ruppner on behalf of Pete Seidler or others, telling you that, yeah, it's not really feasible to build an arena because the... NBA is not looking at San Diego. And I can tell you, because I watch the NHL every day and we watch everything that's going on in that league every day, San Diego's not an expansion city. We just casually just throw shit out without even doing any kind of research. Well, maybe the NBA will come. Remember when the Brooklyn yeah. Nets were going to come here? Yeah, that's what yeah, everybody that's told what us. that's what everyone said. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the thing that I would say, Dave, is... Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think we all do. It's, it, I, I don't know anybody. I've never heard anybody say anything negative about Pete Seidler yeah. um, as a person, but more importantly, as an owner. I, I think we've all been thrilled with what he's been, and we hope that that's what continues to be the case. But, I mean, we should – I think we would have loved that front office no matter what. Trey Turner trade aside, right? Still love Preller. Guy's been outstanding. And you know right now that Preller, like I heard, uh, I think it was Steve saying this morning, man, you know Preller after Paddock got shelled last night. He's got to be going crazy on the phone. We love that, right? We know. These guys aren't settling in. But goddamn, it, it's really pretty wild to think, yeah, we're in my lifetime, your lifetime, we're not going to be in NFL City. No. We're not going to be in NBA City. No. 
We're not going to be an NHL city. I'm sorry. I don't know if the Aztecs get a chance to grow, but when your football stadium's under 40,000, right? I mean, uh, is... No, five-star guys aren't coming here. Yeah, is the Pac-12 going to look at you? I don't know. I mean, the the holiday bowl, Dave, we haven't even talked about it. Uh, Thank goodness for Mark Neville. And and again, Pete steps up. Petco Park is going to be the new home of the Holiday Bowl. Which is great. It's going to be outstanding. Other baseball stadiums do it. Yankee Stadium does it for the Pinstripe Bowl. It's great. And there's talk that that, um, when that thing is set up, and they've done it, they've gone to the trouble of setting it up, that maybe other games could be played too. Yeah. Right? I don't know if it means that down the line, Poinsettia Bowl or something close to the Poinsettia Bowl comes back. I have no idea. Um, But I love that, again, these guys stepped up. And, yeah, it's insanely exciting. And, man, oh, man, I'm just so incredibly thankful as a Padres fan that it's the Seidler era and not the Jeff Morad era or the Tom Warner era. Yes. Holy shit, would it be tough to be a sports fan? It, it would. Padres, by the way, pick number 27, just to uh, set the record straight. Pirates have the have the number one pick. Uh, yesterday, by the way, I had uh, Marcelo Meyer here. Yeah. and uh, One was, nice kid. I watched did, about the first did, half did hour it, of it. It was only 30 minutes long, so you saw about the whole thing. So he's a super nice kid. I mean, it's so crazy. Grounded. that. It, very much so. Yeah, I really, and, really liked him. It, that was great by you guys. It was. Uh, it, it was really cool. Again, I've known his his dad fifteen years. I mean, how many guys do you know? They have a kid, and then yeah. you go. The guy becomes not only a professional athlete, but the number one overall pick supposed to be. Yeah. By, by the Pirates is absolutely insane. So uh, it was very cool. If you you want a chance to, uh, he is a to fucking to dead it. ringer from the kid from Montreal. Yeah, I saw when he posted it. Adrian Grenier. Yeah. 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 That that's funny, he, dude. He's six uh, four. You know, is that right? Yeah. Compared to, you know, Corey Seager right now is what people are saying. But super good kid, man. I remember when he was seven years old, a buddy of mine who was coached him said, dude, I just saw the best seven-year-old yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I, I, <laughs> was, I like that. Uh, it was nuts. I, I really like that, Dave. And, and it's out on social media right it's now. It's on JP25 but, Media or yeah, YouTube. You YouTube. can watch it. That's where I watched it last night. And I loved it. I loved when he was talking about, because this is what I, I loved. He was candid about who he is as a hitter. But when he was talking about a pitcher, and you said to him, uh, you as a pitcher versus you as a hitter. Oh, I'm I'm crushing me every yeah. day. Like, but, he was, but he was funny. Yeah. Like, I can't, Dave, can you imagine at that age what's going through his head and how many people are pulling at him yeah. and looking for his time and what he has to do and, talking to teams and family and everybody that's come out of the woodwork, right? And he just, yeah, I've never, I don't know him. I mean, you guys have told me, uh, Josh told me, uh, what a genuinely likable kid. And yeah, absolutely. Go, yeah, not only is he an East Lake guy where we are tonight, but he's a San Diego guy. Yeah. And and just like Joe Musgrove or, or Moniac or any of these other guys. Yeah, Strasburg. Strasburg, yeah, and others. Um. Really, really fun. So, no, I enjoyed that a lot. That's cool. Uh, I appreciate it. it. Yeah. appreciate listening to it. No, super, super good dude. He was nice enough to, uh, right here, the, he was nice enough to sign four baseballs for Jake's charity, for Jake's oh, nice. projects. So, when, when we have an event, we get a chance to auction them off. But he was a uh, great kid. Again, rooting for him. And, and we wouldn't say number one. Actually, his dad said, please don't say number one in this interview. And I said, dude, I understand you don't want to jinx anything. Right. But if you watch MLB Network, he's supposed to go number one. Hey, I said it over and over again. If he goes one, if he goes three, if he goes five, if he goes 21, if he goes 101, it's still an insanely yeah. cool thing. 
uh, and a huge tribute to him and, and to the family. And, and listen, I know you feel the same way. Huge tribute to the outstanding coaching staff at Eastlake High School. <laughs> Every one of those guys deserves an attaboy. God damn. Those you know, guys. I will say this. The cra- Here's a stat I didn't even know. Again, Eastlake's our rival, as, as, as Jeff says. That, oh, I forgot that. Is Eastlake will become, if he goes number one, the first high school ever to have two players How drafted number that? one. It was funny. I just ran into Adrian Gonzalez's brother the other day, and we were yeah. talking about it, that it, Adrian went in 2000, number one overall. Yeah. And then this kid, 2021, could go number one overall. But how many guys does Eastlake have playing pro baseball? Dude, a ton. A ton. You know? Right? Yeah. It, it, honestly, it's a ton of guys. And so... And like uh, right now, with Julian? Julian's one of them. Casey, Casey Smith with the Giants. Yeah. I mean, there's... Uh, Grant Holman's about yeah. to get drafted, too, out of Cal, who everybody that. remembers the Little League about, World yeah. Series. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's... Uh, it, this area, obviously, is, is a hotbed between Eastlake, Parkview Little League, Sweetwater Little League... Um, does extremely, extremely well as people who watch Little League World Series stuff. But very cool. It was, it was very nice to have him on. If you want to check it out, Jeff said he saw it on YouTube. But very, very proud of the fact that he took time to do it. He's extremely busy Just yesterday. A good was, dude, man. Yeah, Just yesterday he was really... running out here to do an eye test and, ha- you know, the whole deal. It's it, it's it's funny, man. People say all the time to guys like Brett Boone and, and you know, you and I are baseball guys. I know we've been around major league teams a lot and say – you know, what does it take to be a major leaguer? It's, it's yeah. crazy. Only, you know, yeah. there are three things, and two of them you can't control. One is yeah. you've got to be born with great fast twitch muscles. Yep. Two is your vision needs to be between 2013 and 2010. Jesus. And the third thing is you, once you get in that same category as the first two guys, you get got to outwork everybody else. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's not easy to become a professional baseball player to hit that ball. They said you cannot, without that kind of vision, your brain will not comprehend a ball going 98 miles an hour. God damn insane right it's uh it, it's something else hey yeah. want to mention dan williams dan williams who uh has been great to the show we, i don't know we, we we beat him down like crazy on twitter but dan has been great <laughs> to the show and he'll be great to you as well jeff and i have used him Hon- honestly he is the easiest guy to work with and thank goodness when you're dealing with the money it's a very stressful situation but man whenever i have a financial question i pick up the phone i call dan jeff's working with him right now rita and i have worked with him in the past but he wants to help you get out of debt. He wants to help you buy your first home if you haven't done it before. Someone stopped me yesterday and asked me a bunch of questions about Dan. Uh, all our advertisers are fantastic and do a great job. Dan Williams, again, he does the, the free two-minute Tuesday. You can check it out on YouTube if you want to get a free lesson about your money and your finances. But it's one of those topics that people usually won't talk about in public or share with friends or family. But when you're in your own home, it seems like it's the number one topic talked about as far as what's going on financially. Don't waste your time. Call Dan Williams, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Dave, I have to tell you, I'm doing it right now. The the great- Greatest thing is, yes, I like two things. I like anytime there's a biking accident video, you ask me if you checked in on Dan recently, and then I watch these videos of these guys just at these bikes getting launched down a hill. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. And then it's Dan uh, replying that he's going to throw you out the damn window, and I love that every time. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you this, all kidding aside, we're going through a refi right now. We're taking advantage of the interest rates because it's going to save hundreds of dollars a month for us, which becomes thousands of dollars over the course of the year and a whole lot more over the course of the loan. Dan and his team have made this so incredibly stress-free, easy, and you go, well, of course, because you do outstanding ad-libs for him. It's the least he could do for you. And you know what? You'd be right. I wouldn't talk you out of that. 
but I genuinely believe he'll do that for everybody. Even those of you out there that is my longtime friend from Sporting News Radio, Bob Berger, once said, every office has an asshole. And if you can't figure out who it is, it's probably you. Even you guys. <laughs> Dan will make it stress-free. 858-688-6813. When you're ready to buy that home or sell your home, so many people right now don't know what to do. They know they can get the most for their home right now, but they're thinking, well, where am I going to live next? Do I have to leave the state? What happens? What is my next move? Brian Curry is the one you need to talk to. If you're ever going to talk to a real estate agent that has is basically everything in order, more than 25 years in the business. He's won so many awards doing it. He will get the most for your home. Also make sure you have a place to move to. Call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588. Very important call, 619-251-1588. Uh, I mentioned my pal John Conniff earlier in the show. Outstanding job at Matt Fryer's, even though he's blind as a bat when it comes to the Trey Turner trade. He does this bit with me, Dave, and he sends me, and he'll say, uh, hey, listen, I don't need you and Palais going in and Bigfoot in this house. This is the new uh, clubhouse for the Mad Friars team. Today it was the house, the Baby Dell in Coronado has gone on the market, which UT wrote it up today. This house started, Dave, I know you've seen it in Coronado. It looks just yes. like the Dell. I didn't know that house started in, in Sherman Heights. The guy bought it, put it on a flatbed, moved it to Coronado really? to where it is right now, right down the block from the actual Dell, and right on the water. I didn't know that either. What do you think that house, Dave, goes for uh, on the water, the Baby Dell, one of those insanely cool Victorian homes right there on the water in Coronado? You want to take a guess? I'm going to go $20 million. I have no idea. So close. $24 million. Wow. Congratulations to the guys at Mad Friars. They're going to make a cash bid on it. Johnny, when you do it, call Brian Curry because yes. he's going to go in and, yeah, he's going to make sure that they got plenty of keys, plenty of outlets. What else is he going to need there, Dave? At least more than one outlet in the garage. It's important. Yeah, I mean, you guys are cranking out articles, especially now getting ready for the draft, looking at these minor leagues, talking about trade prospects. Uh, make sure there's plenty of hot water. Uh, no problem at all. When Listen, I don't know that I'd buy a $24 million house, Jesus. so I'll defer to John and and the guys. They're going to do it as a tax write-off. I got you. Um, subscription, a reminder, only $40, and it's a great read for real Padre fans. Uh, it's the best money we spend, and I know you guys will feel the same way. I absolutely love those guys because there's nothing more exciting than when you read Matt Fryers and go out and, and one of the guys you've read about comes up. But... So, quick plug for those guys. But, yeah, wherever you're buying a house, shit, maybe you're in the market for a $24 million house and you want to buy it. Well, Brian Curry is going to make that deal uh, 23.998. <laughs> and the other side is going to say, damn it, BC, you did it again. Son of a bitch. Son of, some bitch. <laughs> Let's go get some barbecue. Uh, but, yeah, whatever you go, I don't know that I'm in the market for a $24 million house. It's okay. Brian can help you find that one, too. <laughs> Tailored made pools. Look, man, the pool market is insane, too. It's amazing what has happened with the pool market. So many people are getting in line to get that perfect pool. What is the move? What's the next direction you're going? Are you going to be that guy that pulls the trigger? So many people waited for the pandemic to happen and said, you know what? We do enjoy being outside, and we need entertainment. We want to take our backyard and turn it into a staycation. Hell, Alan Taylor told you, gave you a heads up for years. 
Hey, dipshits, you got to get on his calendar now. He's busy, and guess what? He makes the best pools, and that's why he's busy. If you're going to do it, make sure you do it right. Tailored May Pools, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. In my current place, I can't really hear the pool. Yeah. The community pool is probably about, uh, I don't know, 500 yards away. But my backyard at my old place is about 150 yards from the pool, and I tell you what, there are days when you're like, ah, oh, it's fun, right? Just kind of sounds good. You hear kids laughing, the other, the whole thing. Then there are other times when you're like, man, I got to get my own place with a backyard and that tailor-made pool. And if you're feeling that's where you are, maybe you've got the first part of that where you go, yeah, I got out of the condo. I bought my own place. I've got the backyard. I just need the pool. Nobody's going to do it better for you than Alan and his team. Just absolutely gorgeous work. I always say, and, and I hope some of you have taken advantage of it, go to uh, DaveAndJeffShow.com because it's right there on the yes. sponsor page. Complete links to, to Dan, complete links to BC. Uh, get an idea of what Brian's got going, what Dan's got going. But the fun one, and I think those guys would agree, Dave, I know you feel the same way, is going and taking a look at what the guys at TaylorMade Pools have done for so many of your neighbors and they can do it for you next. Absolutely. Speaking of websites, and our website was built by Kyle Fluger. He can do yours as well. Jeff and I just talked about it a second ago about how great some websites are. You guys know the difference. We've been spoiled by the great ones. If you want a great website and you want one that's basically going to help funnel in some money, Kyle Fluger's your guy. 619-500-6621. You can start brand new or fix the one you have. 619-500-6621. Usually it's Kyle building the website for you, but guess what, Dave? You and I tonight have gone on GoDaddy.com, and we bought a website, and it's going to be a tribute to Kyle. Every day it's called WeForgiveYou.com because all we do is tell people how great he is, and then he lashes out at us profane language that I'm not comfortable with, referring to us as fuckers because the Cubs suck, (laughs) and he knows it. Hey, (laughs) Why is it? What is the matter with us? When a guy us? starts a sentence with, hey, fuckers. I, I almost fell out of the chair. Why does that strike me so funny? And, funny. and then the other one, uh, Woods has now adopted what we use on this show quite a bit. And that's calling people dipshit. Yeah. And that makes me laugh every time, too. And then he did uh, the Dana White move the other day and adopted that one and called you dummy. Hey, dummy. That one's awesome. I don't know why it is. It has it has completely the opposite impact on us that it should have. Twitter, by the way, yesterday was the best day. Everybody, for some reason, was so upset. I think maybe because both the Dodgers and the Padres lost. Yeah. But coast to coast, going back east to now, people were losing their minds. Who is that reporter? Oh Howard Cole? Yeah, Howard Cole. I don't know who that guy is. I don't is. either. He's supposed but to cover the Dodgers. Did you see his tweet yesterday? He said that he was done taking shit. Yeah. <laughs> He said, he said, I'm not in the mood to be fucked with. It's, That's what it was. I was like, who's fucking with you? What? I, was, I told him, like, I don't even know him really well. I said, dude, you should put that on your Twitter bio. I love that. Jesus, I'm not in the mood to be fucked with tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, uh, I just go through and everything, right? Oh, yeah, the one that was great. This is why I, I, I'm just gonna start hashtagging you GAD, okay. which stands for Grade A douche, because yesterday was the anniversary 
of when we were in Fox Sports San yes, Diego. It was brutal. With Garvey. Yes. And the great thing is today, how many people have said to me, I really enjoyed your picture with Garvey. And I said, what'd you think of Dave? And they go, what? And I go, look to the right. Okay. I'm like, you see that little sliver? Yeah. That's Dave. Well, what happened? It's like my shoulder blades barely in. Right. And so then I explained to them, it started off with both of us. Yeah. And that was the day that Dave said to Garve on TV, you know, I've got in my will, I have to be buried in your jersey. Yeah. And Garve did the funniest shit I can ever remember a guy doing. He, he's, he looked at you. Remember how he looked at oh, you? Oh, I with, remember. With the Garve stare? Yes. And he slowly goes from looking to his left, and he kind of stops in the middle, and then he looks to the right, he looks at me and goes, I don't like that. <laughs> Dude, I literally said to my wife today, when you get back from Tennessee, we're going to change that will. I'm, no way am I going to be buried in Garvey's jersey. He doesn't appreciate it. No. Uh, Dave, what do he call you on the cameo? Hey, he fucked up my name. What do you call me? I don't Palette. remember. Uh, uh, Dude, Angry Coach should get cameo. You know how good you would be? Dude, Angry Coach, I could do cameo. Yeah, you should do Angry Coach cameo. Oh, that'd be great. We you should do, do that. Angry Coach OnlyFans. I could do Angry Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Coach. You could do John Butler. Um, so the bit started because Dave loves the Garve. Yeah, and I Garve, did. He was my hero as a kid. Listen, you can sit over there and cry. Garve has been great when he has been on this show. Yes. He is so fun, and, and I am 100% in on leaving his number up. And here's why his number stays up. Was it the right decision at the time? You can debate that all day, and I'm not going to say you're wrong. But it's already done. Yes. There is nobody in this fucking franchise's history, past or present, that is in that desperate need of wearing number six. You're right. Nothing would say minor league Bush operation Mayberry by the fucking sea, then taking that number down. Anytime Garvey has talked about his time with San Diego, he has been nothing but respectful to the Croc family, nothing but respectful to his teammates, nothing but respectful to the city, nothing but respectful to the fans. You're right. If you feel that way, you're a fucking idiot. Whether or not it was the right decision, I don't know, but the decision has been made. Shut the fuck up. Realize that Chris Paddock is shit. Blake Snell should be Blake's shell of himself. Darvish can't throw a fucking strike. Hosmer can't fucking hit. And you jerk-offs are like, why is that six retired? Because you're a fucking douche. And you let it happen, you fucking moron. God, I'm so sick of you cocksuckers. Holy fuck. Let me point out, USC didn't put 32 back into circulation after OJ. Okay. Garve hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything. The only thing Garve murdered was a fastball from Lee Smith, which led Big D to say, and there will be tomorrow. Greatest call ever. It was a great call. Fuck. I'm so sick of these assholes in this town. You're so fucking stupid. Find a different cause. God damn it. So the picture was the three of us. Yeah. Then I, for fun... For fun. It was 100% for your fun. The first year, I cut you off about halfway in. Yes, you did. I'm getting less and less. Right. It's, you're quickly like the Avengers. <laughs> I know you've never seen it, but at the Avengers, when you turn to dust. Yes. 
Then it was probably about three quarters and people got it. But the one that I posted yesterday on the anniversary was strictly just like a little bit of your shoulder. Yeah. Really, the only person who got it was Alan Cson. Yes. Who wrote, I love this picture of you, Garv, and 3.7% of Dave Pelley. My ex-wife jumps in and goes, hey, that's a cool picture with Garvey. I go, you see Dave? No. So then I got to tell her. She goes, oh, my God, that's hysterical. It was funny. It's a funny line. It's a funny joke. But, I'll but tell the, you, you want me to tell you when it started to hurt? When Lisa Ann? Yeah, that hurt. And then so Dave, Dave just can't take the loss. I couldn't. So then Dave's got to be like, this is why Dave's GAD, hashtag GAD. Oh, here's my picture with Garv. She doesn't care. I know. I was devastated. She just put her picture up. But Look, I'll tell you I what, Garve looked very happy with her. I just asked two things on the show. I think I have pretty thick skin. Don't embarrass me in front of Lisa Ann and Nicole Edgar. I do it all the time. <laughs> you have no it's my idea. only request. You have no idea. Well, request denied. And it has been denied. It's, it's, and it hurts. Yeah, and I think Nicole liked it today. <sighs> she either liked the Garve picture or God. the picture of our pal Erica. God, One or the other. But when Lisa Ann liked it, yes. as I wrote on Twitter, anybody who's in on the joke knows this is the absolute knockout blow. Yeah, it's it, it stung. <laughs> and then I texted her and told her the story. Oh, my God. Oh my I mean, God. Yeah, I, just, I sent her the original. I sent her year one, and then I sent her yesterday. Did you see Costa jumping in? But he right. He goes, he goes I remember when... Uh, Dave went over and, and tracked Lisa Ann down in Arizona. He wasn't even there when it happened. He, he was he was in San Francisco at the no, time, he but he wasn't us. there when that whole thing happened. Right. And I wrote him back, and true story. I go, shut up. I go, I was talking to Lisa Ann, you over there with Judd, couldn't stop uh, basically swooning over fucking Ryan Gosling and his hair. Do you remember that shit? Yeah. I was like, what's wrong with both of you guys? Calm I, down. But the funny thing, and I've said this, I told her this, this is 100% true. We finish, I think it's like a Friday. I think it was like Friday. Yeah. Earlier, an hour earlier, we're just sitting there because we've taped a thousand interviews. Emmett Smith walks by and you and I casually go like, hey, Emmett, what's yeah, up? Yeah, that's true. And he goes, long day. And we're like, no kidding. <laughs> we didn't like, 10 minutes later, over. we're like, we just talked to Emmett Smith yeah. like we know him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we finish doing what we're doing. You get up and you run down. She was behind us. Yeah, but yeah. behind us in about 30 yards to a left. Yeah. And you come back with that picture and you're like. She had to take the picture. I was shaking. She goes, just give me the phone. God. Dude, it was embarrassing. You come back and you show me the picture. I honestly had yeah. no idea who she is. Yeah. I thought, Dave, you want to know who I thought when I first looked at? I mean, listen, you look at her. She doesn't look like a porn star. No. So you'll understand when I tell you, you're a real housewives guy. Yeah. I figured. It was one of the housewives. Orange County, yeah. Beverly Hills, Atlanta, Charlotte. And I was like, who's that? She on Vanderpump Rules? <laughs> I think that's exactly what you said. And you're like, no, dude, that's Lisa Ann. And then I'm like recording star i honestly didn't know it would have been great if you said she looks like 80s. a mom i said she is a mom my wheelhouse is 80s if you come back with Kay parker the late marilyn chambers godspeed to her right j 
Ginger Amberlynn. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> let me see that. Bro. Do we have that thing where you can just trans? But, and then she just turns out to be great. She was. Damn it. God dang awesome. it. I know. Yeah. It was a horrible day. Yeah. Did you see my version? She I know. Like, keep moving. She it. did. She literally was God, like, I'm not like, going to respond so to you. Embarrassing. I'm not going to respond. Yeah. What was more embarrassing when she ignored that or when Mrs. Strawberry almost knocked you out? Oh, when Daryl's mom hit me, almost knocked me. She, I swear to God, I think I blacked out. Yeah. Um, that didn't, wasn't so, so embarrassing. The least Ann thing, having to grab the phone out of my hand to say, I'll just take the fucking picture. Because you're all shaky. Dude, it, was, it was terrible. It was terrible. Anyway, fuck. All right, sorry. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going July 8th here. Okay. Here's one I find fascinating, okay? Okay. John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller. Oh, I got to think. Uh, 70. That's how old you think he would be? Yeah. This has to be the original one because... Oh, shit. 200? Close. 182. Fuck. Uh, the reason I always laugh about the Rockefeller is yeah. guys who uh, they tell stories about winning the lottery and yeah. then they blow the money and have to go back to their jobs. Yeah. And there's a guy who was a, a bus driver on Stern Show. Yeah. And he won the lottery and then yeah. had to go back to being a bus driver. And they're like, hey, clean up the vomit in aisle four, Rockefeller. Everyone <laughs> giving him shit, dude, for losing all this uh, money. Ah, fuck. That would suck. Uh, I'll just tell you, the money's insane. Yeah, it's got to be like $5 billion. $400 billion. Jesus Christ. How about, how about that? You see Steve Ballmer's first... worth $100 billion Who? Today. This story came out that Steve Ballmer's now worth $100 billion. Wow. Uh, and he bought the forum for $400 million. How about that? Did nothing. Irving got jobbed. Um, you get that kind of money, what's the first thing you do? Dude, I don't know, man. That's funny you say that. I, I don't know. I can't even imagine. You ditch your phone, right? You d- <laughs> think you have to. Yeah, I, I would guess. I would guess, you know, I told the story about my mom's friend who won 70 million in the lottery. Yeah. yeah. And the guy was told his attorney said, just get the fuck out right now. Yeah. Yeah. And he left and he goes, just you and your girlfriend get the hell out of town. And he goes, fuck my girlfriend. She's, she's a $35,000 a year girlfriend, not a, not a yeah. $70 million girlfriend. Right. He dumped her too. Just yeah, disappeared. Get rid of her and, and DM Elizabeth Hurley. <laughs> That's DM Pam Greer. You and Pam Greer. Kevin Katie Pepper. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. No, how much is Kevin? How old is he? How much is he worth? Oh, um, I think he's 61. 63. Uh, 40 million. 45. Pretty close on both of them. Kevin Bacon seems like a good dude. Uh, he does. All right, here's one that I would never ask in a million years, but the money kind of surprised me. I think yeah. Jack Nicholson used to banger. Angelica Houston. He did. Yeah. Uh, Angelica Houston. 66. 70. 70. Uh, 10 million. $50 million. Fuck. What the hell should she get $50 million dollars for? Her dad was John Houston, the director. Oh, is but that she why? She made a lot of movies. God dang. All right, two more for you. Wolfgang Puck. Wolfgang Puck. I think we'll be a little surprised when we find out he's uh, 76 today. 72. And I'll say uh, $35 million. $75 million. Damn, dude. Spago. All right, this one is uh, surprising to be money-wise as well. Last one, country singer Toby Keith. Toby Keith should have been a cowboy. Uh, I think that's Nina Detrow right down there. That, that's Nina right there, right? I can't say. Where are we looking? Yeah, right oh, right. It is Nina. It is Nina right behind. Um, Toby Keith, I'm going to say, is 54. Toby Keith is 60. No shit. Yep. 
Uh, $140 million. What, 365 Dude, he seems like a good dude. He does seem like a good guy. That's a shitload of money to have in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, right? Right. All right, here we go. Five random questions for you. Are you excited about the Olympics? No. Starts July 23rd. Me neither. No. Were you I'm, ever excited about the Olympics in your life? Like I used to be. Yeah, I'll be. It's interesting right now. It's a lot going on with the NHL to determine whether or not players are going to go. Um, I don't know necessarily that the NHL needs players to go because juniors that could go are so good yeah. like around the world. It could be really cool and they'll all be kids coming in. I love the Winter Olympics, man. There's just something about, especially when you're dealing with the elements, right? Like skiing. Um, Summer Olympics are always cool, but you know it's going to be on a crazy tape delay, and we're going to know everything that happened. No fans in the stands. No, no fans. No parents, nothing. And then uh, I saw a report today that Tokyo is freaking out, right? So, yeah. I mean, like, Dave, look at Simone Biles, right? He just goes, Simone Biles might be one of the coolest people on the planet. Yeah. So, um, she's great, and I know there'll be other stories that will come through where we go, in the moment you kind of get into it, but... I just think because it's been so long. No, I'm not really counting down. Are you? No, not at all. I, and I, I'm more of a Summer Olympics guy. I don't know. I was like the track and the, the basketball part of it. But yeah, yeah, it's very, very nothing. I mean, it's very strange to see what's going to happen. July 23rd, again, it starts just around the corner. All right. When you were in high school, where was your go-to place for a date? Oh, I like that. Uh, where did we go? Uh my girlfriend, who's still uh, a friend today, so she and I started dating right after I'd had my ACL surgery. Yeah. Like, she was the one of all my friends. She would come by every day. And so when you're just sitting at home, you're missing out on your senior year. And she came by every day. We just had the best time. So we would go, like go get sandwiches, right, sub shop. But we were into movies, man. We would, so we liked, uh, we would always go different movies. And then um, what was really fun with her is she was, she loved L.A. Yeah. So she absolutely loved L.A. And so we would go and my dad would get us into the rainbow or get us into the whiskey. And, and not like we went up and got fucked up and started trouble, um, so locally, we'd go to AMC, Encinitas. I can't believe Encinitas doesn't even have a movie theater. It's amazing That's crazy. to me. Yeah. Um, but we would, our, our go-to is we'd go spend the weekend in, in L.A. and go to the Rainbow or the Whiskey and, and hang out in Hollywood, Beverly Center, all that kind of shit. Where would you go? Dude, I always went miniature golf. That was always a thing. Miniature yeah. golf over and over. Remember where you and I used to do the show for Fox Sports and Sherman Oaks? Yeah. Just down the street from there. Yeah, that's where me, my buddy Cheech and I took a girl to uh, Boomers in Claremont Mesa, and I told you this story. These two girls, we were like, um, shit, we were probably 16. These two girls just hated us, but they were so hot. I don't even know where we met them. I think they were Carlsbad girls. Ah. We, didn't, we didn't waste time with Tory Pines girls. Fuck, please. Shelter closes at 8. Got to get them back. So uh, we take these two <laughs> girls from Carlsbad, and we end up down at Boomers, and they hated us. And that's on the third hole where I said to Cheech, I'm like, hey, what are you chewing? And he's like, uh, Big Red. I go, oh, shit. I wish I had Big Red. What do you got? He goes, I go, oh, I got juicy fruit. We just changed gum. That's we didn't care. crazy as hell. And these two girls just absolutely freaked out. Me too. Freaked out. But they freaked out. They thought it was the funniest thing. Oh, they, they thought ever they seen. left. 
Oh, they loved it. And then the whole attitude changed. But Cheech and I were bored because there were such bitches yeah. through the first three. But we're talking because we're classy, Cardiff class. And then uh, everything is kind of mellow and you find kind of a lull. And we fucking did it again at around whole oh, 16. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. And like, I, I told my wife that, and she's like, oh, my God. And I go, you honestly don't understand. It was, it was, no, would I ever do it again? Fuck no. Yeah. My kids are like, what? Yeah, me too. You've we heard the story three times. At the same time, I freak out every we time you tell me. We went and played miniature golf there, and I told my sons, because my sons are 13, right? Anything yeah. fart, burp, yeah. anything's funny. And I told them that story. I said, this is it. We're right here. This is where we did it. They lost their mind. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah, what's the matter with you? I'm like, these what? girls were hot. Not Debbie Lucy hot. <laughs> uh, my fifth grade girlfriend, but pretty damn hot. Oh, my gosh. All right, here you go. So that's what you did in high school. If you're going out on a date now, where's your go-to place? Oh, you got it. It's all about Coronado, right? Yeah, Coronado's not a bad take. Uh Pete told me Point Loma is pretty solid. There's a few options in Point Loma. Pretty un, pretty underrated. Where are you going? Hell, dude, I haven't thought about this in 30 years. I, Coronado probably is the place to go. Yeah. Yeah, Coronado is probably the place to go. I, I'm telling you, man. Restaurant, I, I'm like, and here's the deal. I know you're the same. I like, to, I like to talk, and maybe it's the job that we have, but I always like to know what got people to hear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my wife always says, you're a reporter all the time. And I say, I, honestly, I'm interested in people's stories. Everybody 100%. has a story. I hate going somewhere where the music's too loud and I can't fucking hear Yeah, 100%. And if you're at a, a group restaurant with, let's say, a bunch of people, if you don't have the middle of the table, which I know is a horrible place to sit, you, you get lost on every conversation. Yeah, if you're sitting on the end, you can't hear that. shit. I yeah. hate it. Um, to me, my favorite people, and I think you would agree, small business owners. I, I could talk to small business owners all day long. I'm much more fascinated by somebody like Walchef than I than I am by a pro athlete. And and whether you go, hey man, we could get Tommy Pham or Grisham or Myers, Cronenworth, Hosmer, or we could get you the guy that owns uh you know, the guy we we used to work with this dude, Ron. Remember Ron who yeah. owned sport clips? Right, those kind of guys. Where you go, dude, who believed in you? Who yeah. told you don't do it? How much did real estate, right? How'd you come up with the name? All that different shit. Tell me about the first guy who walked in. How nervous were you, right? Those are the stories, Dave, because it's just so real. And, yeah, that's the thing I like. I agree with you. All right. Have you ever ditched a date? Um, you ever walk out on a date? Uh, I don't think so. I have never have. I don't think I've so. I've been on terrible dates, but I've never terrible. ditched one in the middle. You terrible. Know, never never but one in the no, middle. No, I don't think so. My my mom, my sister would kill me if I did that. No, I haven't done that. <laughs> you don't have to tell your mom or your no, sister. No, but I'm saying did. I was pretty much you're raised, raised better than that. Is what yeah, you're I was saying. raised by my mom and my older sister, pretty much. So yeah, no, that would they wouldn't dig that. Did I know this guy who hooked up with a girl in a hotel? Okay, okay. And her friend brought a guy back to the hotel. So there are two beds in the hotel. So one girl's with the the friend, and the other girl's with this other guy. He doesn't know the other guy. Okay, okay? and he he says he's sleeping. And they're going at it right next to him, you know? Yeah. And he says, all of a sudden, he just hears, hey, can you get me a towel? He goes, you got it. He says, the guy gets up, walks straight out, out the door. God, he just hears the door, the hotel door shut. <laughs> what? And he says, he starts to like laugh into his pillow. Like that was a hell of a move. She's like, did that guy just leave? And he goes, damn right. And then. Made by the job, yeah. not by the hour. Yeah. 
And so he's like, that was the best Irish goodbye I've ever seen. So he does the same move. Wow. He walked out too. He didn't even know the guy, but they probably rode the elevator down at the same Who time. paid for the room? The girls. <laughs> Tip of the hat. Tip. That's a coxman right there. <laughs> they say in the South, ain't that something? Ain't that something? Can you believe that shit? All right, last one for you. Okay. Do you. Do you consider yourself lucky or unlucky? Oh, very lucky. Okay. Very, very lucky. I consider myself extremely lucky for the friends, the people that I have in my life. Okay. And especially the people in my life um, that that look out for me on a day-to-day basis. Okay. No here's, doubt about it. This was fascinating to me. I, I heard this on a Colin Coward's show a couple weeks ago about unlucky and lucky. And there was a professor that did a study on people who thought they were unlucky and thought they were lucky and then followed them for a year. Okay. okay. And in reality, there was no difference in either side. But the people that looked at life in a positive outlook yeah. were the ones that considered themselves lucky. The ones that always thought shitty things were always going to happen considered themselves unlucky. Yeah. But in reality, it wasn't like that. It's how they looked at life. Yeah, I would say that. I would also say that realistically on Cinco de Mango, like that probably could have fucking been like game over, drag the infield, right? <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Like that's it. No tribute show. Fucking move. Uh, who would have been in here? Trying to think of you and Gennaro? Woods, Costa, me. Gennaro? Probably not. Elliston? No. Why not? Well, we're going to talk about crossing streams. What have you been watching, Craig? Take your scarf off. Jeff hated scarves. Elliston pulls it off. Nobody pulls it off. Craig does. Doesn't. Craig's a fucking grinder, dude. I love that kid. What's that shit called that people wear? It's like this. The ascot. The ascot. Does anyone really pull the ascot off? No, but Craig's <laughs> not trying to. He will. Craig doesn't have a He's going to be jacket. a scarf ascot guy in 20 years. Both. Elston, Elston would have great fucking stories in here, but he's got nine different podcasts, and you got to subscribe to his, and then, he, then he's got to go out to the game with you. Oh, look who it is. <laughs> Hey, Craig, where are we sitting? Now, do I get popcorn with this, Craig? Ah, fuck it. I was like, Craig, what are you doing? Do your show. Tell your jokes. You don't have to interact with these people. You got a family. How many podcasts does he have? Uh, I don't know. I know Crossing Streams. I love that bit, man. We fuck with Woods all the time about a music trivia and all that shit. <laughs> that is the funniest thing when you write that to him because he gets so mad. That he has a music trivia show. I'm sorry to endorse that, Steve, but it genuinely makes me laugh. I know you're like, fuck. Once in a while, I know you're like me. It's so dumb and embarrassing. But when you write something either in a text, in our group text, or in on Twitter, and you laugh at your own shit, yes. and it's so stupid. I, l- I literally laughed at Miserable Pottery Fan yesterday. I laughed at that guy that I said when, well, I didn't see that, but I laughed when I showed that guy just getting slapped and knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And I said, this is what's going to happen with Padre's Twitter Yes. Catches up with our favorite term, that chicken face weasel palette. I, I laugh at that. <laughs> yeah, that guy just gets, he just standing there. And then the guy wrote, that looks like Albert Pujols knocked him out. And that made me laugh. Um, The guy, dude, there were so many funny fucking lines and responses yesterday. I couldn't keep up with them all. But- oh, my God. I, I, I tweeted one out of saying how the Dodgers were pursuing Kenta Maeda and Max Scherzer. And they... Yeah. Everybody goofed on me. They ever started right. tweeting it out. And then Miserable Padre fan, hey, Dave, 
Are you hearing the Dodgers are pursuing Scherzer and Maeda? I go, they're also pursuing removing all your teeth. And I just started laughing. It's so stupid. But I'm laughing. I I love Miserable Padre fan. But he got the joke right away. We got to get him down here because I got a mug for him. Cool. Uh, and I got one for Pete and Point Loma. We, well, honestly, now that this COVID things uh, and people have been uh, vaccinated, we, we time to do another show in here. I think we should do one. Um, we should do one. We want to do one. Uh, you pick the night. Okay, Sunday'd be cool because we could go early on Sunday. I don't have shit going. What time's the draft on? Um, it's later. I, you know, I got to look at that. Actually, Marcelo invited me to his party. Okay. So I got to uh, I got to look okay. at it. It is later because I know it's the futures game. Major League Baseball fucked the whole thing up. They put everything in the same week, couple days. All right, we'll figure it out, and okay. then uh, we'll, we'll set one up on a Sunday, though. Yeah, because okay. maybe the following. What about the following Sunday? That would be the. I might be. I might be out of town. I think I'm in L.A. coaching. You fucking. We'll figure it out. Just okay. do this out, man. I got to look at the calendar. All right, we'll uh, we'll get one set up where you guys can come down. Miserable okay. Padre fan, you get the first invite. Pete in Point Loma, you definitely get an invite. Well, Billy has to come. Well, I, I, Billy didn't take me to the game the other day. <laughs> he took he took me to game. He did. Yeah, Billy well, took Billy's me. Billy's in. <laughs> Billy's well, always in. I need to hear. I just need clarification. Um, who else is in? We've had so many people that say well, next time you do anything, Jimmy I, I want Court's in. in. Jimmy would be great to have in. You think he's coming all the way down from San Marcos? I know just, for a fact. Just riding this the siren, saving dude, time. Dude, I know he will. You know what we may do? If Jimmy B comes down, I mean, you're home, we might just do the old drunk show again. Get you drunk here and have Jim do the... Just, just do the whole... Have you do walk the line down here? I mean, you're home. You can't, you can't get in any trouble. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That was... That was right? Remember that? Yeah, we had to talk the owner and it was, it was educational. Can we do that one and then have Jim Tazy in your yard? No, I'm not getting fucking what? tased, dude. You get tased. I'll drink, you get tased. No, Fuck I'm not that. Tased. You're the Dodger fan. We do the taser, the handheld one, or the one where he shoots the gun at you? And no, tases I want to shoot the gun at you and knock you down in your own yard. See if you piss all over yourself, right? In your own yard. <laughs> right in the front yard, I just piss myself. <laughs> hey, this is the last thing because it was so stupid. Right up there with going to Lee Rocker during the fight. When's the last time you did this? This was a funny... I did this today. It's a funny yeah. shit I meant to tell you earlier. So I go grab a sandwich, right? Yeah. And it's always the thing when you grab a sandwich, like you have your drink, and then you're like, well, do I refill it? And you're like, well, they charged me two ninety nine for it. And I'm going back to work. Like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's not that big. It's not like it's 88 so ounces, what? right? You paid for it, yeah. No, I got it. It's not even like a 20-ounce drink. It's probably like 14 ounces. So I go, fuck it. I'll refill it. So I refill it. Take it back to work, and I get to work, and uh, I got to grab, because we're still wearing a mask in the office. Are you really? Yeah, which is fine. I'm all, I'll, I'll do anything they want us to do, right? So I'm going, and I take the drink, and I put it on top of my car. Oh, shit. But it's, I haven't put things on the top of this Sonata, right? Like, you used to put your keys, yeah, your phone, all this. I haven't done anything. So I've got my mask in my pocket, but I realized, hey, I got my phone. I got to use my key fab to get in. I'm going to have to drink the whole thing. So why don't I just right now put the mask on? So I put the drink up and I go to get the mask and the fucking drink, Dave. Slides off. Slides off and just one times me. <laughs> Fuck. It was the funniest shit ever. My car. 
a, a goddamn Dr. Pepper all over the side of my white car. Fuck. My knees soaking wet. I'm like, I know somebody in my building, and especially somebody on my team just saw this shit. <laughs> Luckily, nobody said it to me. Yeah. But that's the thing. Have you had anything recently where you just drop something all over and you're like, God damn it. No, man, I've lucked out on that one. God, I've done the so stuff funny. you said. I remember putting my cell phone once on top of my roof, oh. forgetting it was there, and then driving to the first stop sign. And I just saw, it was at night, just saw this light go past my windshield. Oh, I was like, shit. was that a UFO? It took me two hours to realize that was my phone. <laughs> my fucking phone. All right, so that's it. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll probably be back here Monday and Wednesday, and then we'll start looking to win the next uh, Okay. Viewer show is listener show because, yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, Looking we'll forward it to it. It's been a long time. All right, cool. We'll look forward to seeing you guys. We'll do it soon. Okay. Back to the door, I laughed so hard I